Hi, I'm Talia. Hi, this is Neil. And this is Tashana, and welcome to Can, Can I, I Live? Live. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. back. Welcome, welcome, back. welcome, guys. It's been a while. Um, there's been a lot going on. Um, a lot of the protests, uh, the looting. Yeah, we're just getting into it today again, per usual. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what is your your take on, I guess, both the protests and the looting? Because I personally feel like when I saw people saying, oh, don't loot, don't reinforce their, you know, negative connotations. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, they're not even burning shit down that we own. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I think it goes hand in hand. Protesting. If you protest, I know we can protest civilly or, or, you know, obediently. But for some reason, it seems like this country that we in don't see anything unless capitalism, I guess money is lost, something is is destroyed. Right. So, like, it wasn't until businesses are destroyed and people will start losing money is when you see, like, the the government starts taking notice about the protesters. When they when, we, when we're saying, kumbaya, we're all here, you know, <laughs> we, please, our lives matter. Yeah. They don't really listen. So, I think after George Floyd's death, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I did I did not say anything negative about that police station being put ablaze, mm-hmm. even though it was probably a white person that started it. Cause let's mm-hmm. not even talk about that. It's not the not the black people doing all exactly. the all the violence. There's not a lot That's of it, a lot of infiltration going on with some of these protests. That's where true. There, people are hijacking the cause and doing their own agenda when it comes to I don't know other people and other sides. But you got to be wary of it and we do appreciate the support but some some of these things are not needed but I, the damages unfortunately is it's an unnecessary evil we, we do need that to get some change or we it did create some changes some of it i can't call for like whatever happened in the bronx where people was robbing and stealing from their own Neighborhood, and then some of the, the, the owners but they don't were black. Own, like they don't. Some own, of the owners were, were own like it, minorities, and, and like so it's like you no, the all the owners may look. Yeah. Like who really owns it though? Probably a white bank. So I mean, right? It's unfortunate, but and, you know you should have insurance. That too. <laughs> <laughs> that too. I mean, I just feel like it's just sorry. That just all burnt down, but I mean, it needed to happen. You know what also made all this worse with the protests is that they're protesting police brutality. And on my social media feed, like the first two weeks of the protest, all I saw was police being brutal mm-hmm. to civilians who are protesting in peace. So a lot of, sometimes a lot of it was incited by the police. So I seen a woman who got thrown to the ground. I seen an older gentleman, a white guy, got thrown to the ground. So... The whole world is on you. Everybody was watching what's going on with these protests. So that was the time to show some restraint. You couldn't show restraint when the whole world is watching you. What are you doing when, when, there's, exactly. no, when there's no lights on you? When nobody's paying attention. <laughs> and now, you know, you have the white people like, oh, my God, they this probably, is what they're doing. And, and yes. they probably Because now they're doing it to you, too. And now you yeah. see what it's like to be black in America. So some of them... Like, a little bit. Just a, just a little, little taste bit. of it. A little, a little taste. They're they pepper spraying you. They're they treating you like one of us. So now you've seen some of the of what minority youths got to deal with growing up. They got to finesse the over-policing, people trying to help fit their quotas 
and going to the neighborhoods and treating everybody like a criminal mm-hmm. without without cause, basically. So welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what I'll say is, um, it is unfortunate. It was a little. Um, troublesome to see the looting just because I don't want to see any more um, innocent young black men slain by the police. So, I mean, that was my concern and my fear for them and, you know, my my sorrow. Like, I I don't want to see anybody get hurt by the police anymore um, with the looting. But unfortunately, what history has shown us is that we need radical... um, We just need... Looting... Basically, when we see Martin Luther King was assassinated back on April 4th, 1967, um, right after that, you saw, I think they called it like the Holy Week. They rioted for like seven They started rioting. They continued, they just started rioting. And then what followed was the Civil Rights Act Mm -hmm. of 1968, which, I mean, we're starting to see that now. After all the looting that happened, we're starting to see, oh, okay, now Juneteenth is being observed. Now we're starting to see um, the police are being defunded. Like, we need radical, we need people that are willing to basically put their life on the line on the front lines. To set to, shit on fire. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, we need people to do things like this so that we can get some sort of change. And it's unfortunate that this is the link that we have to go to to get change, but I think that it was necessary. So I wasn't necessarily heartbroken to see some of these, ba- some of these, mo- um, some of these businesses burn down, unfortunately, but because like, I feel like it was just that necessary. How else were we going to be heard? All right, so let's just say in this scenario, I'm going to for Shad Brooks, rest in peace, who died in Atlanta in the Wendy's, and that Wendy's... Got burned, burned down. down. So I'm gonna play devil's advocate. This is what I've seen some people say, oh, even on my Facebook timeline, they'll be like, What the Wendy's do? Why did they burn down? They called the fucking cops See, on again, somebody that was sleeping. It's a it's a it's a culture uh, that that goes up down. The fact that we've been calling police on people. It's like why do you care oh. that Wendy's was burned? Do you fucking own it? That, exactly. Do you own it? Exactly. Why do you care more about the Wendy's being burned down than the man who was shot? Or and we're talking about food that contributes contributes well, to the unhealthy that, that's the issue where community no, you have, that we have now. Like, layers. like yeah, there's like layers the, to that. But like, what is Wendy's done to help you that you you're defending people, you Wendy's? Have people like the president who's who's eager to call people thugs and, and and whatever for looting, but he showed no empathy to no remorse about an officer killing. Mm-hmm. Any of the most recent people that have been killed, he's basically just been, oh, that's sad. But he hasn't shown no empathy. So they, he only shows the, his, 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 his true self when it's like, oh, these, these criminals, we got to do law and order. We got we to... Gotta... They was to the point where they were talking about putting the military in their own, in their own United they States. They did call in the military in yeah, certain parts so of the United States. That, that, that's the whole thing right there. The whole dynamics is, is like, what's more important? The, like what's the what, what are you mad at? Are you mad at, at the cause of the problem, the root cause of it, of why people were looting, or are you caused about the, are you mad about the looting? You mad about the looting? Because to be honest, if this white cop did not kneel on George Floyd's neck for eight minutes forty six seconds, the domino effect it probably wouldn't have gone that far. Well, see, that's a whole other topic because I feel like a lot, the reason why it's so big now too is also because you have people who've been on quarantine. Mm, it's the thing so, to do. For some people, it's people a thing have been to locked do. away, yeah. you know, for, for a long time. Do. For other people, it's like 
you've been forced to see it for real mm-hmm. because there's nothing else to distract you from it. So like you have to like you. I feel like they've seen it before, but like before they could blow it over with this, or they could like something else to distract Let's them. Let's just put it like right, right now, now you have June. nothing else, there's but no, we don't. We no still mo- don't perceive reality the same way. Yeah, there's a lot of people that were able to see it before and were forced they, to see mm-hmm. it, but I still feel that there are people that just don't see reality the same way. Like we can easily see injustice, oppression, and we can see mm-hmm. it in anybody. And there are still people that will still tell you to this day that those looters were animals. Those looters don't know what they're talking about. The police are good people. They're out there doing their job. I don't think that every police officer that's out there doing their job is doing the wrong thing or out there just to kill black people. But you do have bad apples out there. And you have people that just turn a blind eye to it and just don't see it. They're all bad apples. And that's me. It, it, <laughs> it's the, the, way, the way these you stories know happen, you're not saying anything, it, feel, you're a bad it feels apple. like it's more yeah. than bad apples. It feels like it's a culture. Yes. It's a culture. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I'm yeah. just going by the cops defending the cops. Like how right now in Atlanta, they were trying to it's a cold, call they sick file. out. It's a cold they silence. Like they're the biggest... They're telling people not to snitch. The, the, the police officers will defend you to like. The, they really don't snitch. They don't snitch, and if you snitch, they make your life a living hell. So it's like they get away with too much. And the fact is, we're just asking for accountability. Mm-hmm. That's it. Look, what are we asking for? We're not even coming out with. We're not the, even we're not asking even coming for accountability. How about you just do? Don't so, kill for, us. First you of do all, not have to kill us. When even the whole movement is, is so passive aggressive. We can run out. Black Lives Matter. We're not demanding anything. We just says we matter. We That's exist. True. Right. It's a passive aggressive thing. And we're not, we're not, it's not like as a Black Panther, we're like, you know, we're kings. We're not even saying, talking how we should be talking. We're just trying to, okay. we're doing it in a docile way. Black Lives Matter. And even that became an issue. So it's That's like, true. what's next? <laughs> I mean, you look at like at least the NYPD who has like over 50% of um, their force is minorities and you still don't have, you know, they fear those minority cops, they fear speaking out because there's that blue code of silence. They have to stick by, you know, other police officers. They have to adhere to that code of silence because they fear so being retaliated again, against. So that's why when I hear like only a few bad apples, know. if the good cops are not willing to do that, to step, then it's, it's, it's yeah. more than just a few bad apples because mm-hmm. you're, you're co-signing the craziness mm-hmm. that's going on. You had on. a few that did just, you know, they did like a... Um, it was five of them, I think. Right? That stepped out, you know, it, it spoke up against what was going on. But okay. a lot of them won't step up and speak out right <laughs> about at a 50% minority rate. And those are the people that are on the front lines. Again, that's when we go into systemic racism because you won't see a lot of black, Hispanic brown, you know, you won't see a lot of minority um, commissioners. You won't see a lot of minorities in positions of power in these police departments. Right. All right, so where do we go from here then? So that's what I'm going to segue. So I I do see we got a few streets around the country uh, with the Black Lives Matter painted. But where do do we go? Do we feel positive about what's going on right now? Or do you feel like until we get the required laws that benefit black people in this country that is just the same old thing. Do you feel it's different than any of the other marches or what happened a few years ago? Or is it... I think it's been more effective in getting these little things done, but I always feel like these little things are little things. It's like crumbs compared to what you could actually do in terms of making sure that we are treated equal. 
it's little stuff. Ooh, we got a street a street painted. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. So, like, all right, she got. They have the law. That's great. They should have been had that in place. What about the officers that killed her? So, I'm feeling. I'm like, feeling okay. more. I'm feeling more optimistic just by seeing the the various ethnic groups, people, genders. Everybody it seems like there's more people involved in the cause than before. And you're seeing a lot of people being called out for their racism. I've I, I just seen like a threat of a lot of people losing their jobs and, and accountability wonderful. happening for saying reckless stuff. So, I, but it's also I, like I we feel have like an opportunity we also have a, a problem with like needing it. Like, why do we need them to march with us? Why do we need them? Like, why do they get like a, a clap for doing what you should have been? doing because unfortunately and even if you do do it that's nice but i don't necessarily i mean you're not a friend even, even martin luther <laughs> king when he was doing it they had allies from other races martin luther help. king died what i'm I saying mean, is that he had it there are white people that were there that were there on that were on the front lines front and lines. i understand what you're saying um i think the desire is there but the real is you know just to be realistic um Again, I go back to our realities. The way we perceive reality is just not the same. You have a lot of people, right? You have a lot of people that just don't see what we see. And God forbid you call them a racist or call them out on not seeing what you see. Not even a racist. It could be like, yeah. I think right now, if you're white and you see what's going on in the injustices and you're quiet and silent on it, to me, I put you in the category of like you. You're for it. If you're silent Mm -hmm. against it, you're for it. So the fact that people, more people are coming out that's of you know, that's white and they're trying to support the cause, I think that's going to be a good thing. And like I feel like, okay, if you saw, God forbid, if you saw me like out in the street and God forbid I was getting arrested and they would be in my ass, I don't want it to be like, oh, that was, that's my friend. That's why that's wrong. No, it's because that's wrong, period, and that it's only happening because of the color of my skin. It shouldn't even matter if I'm your friend or not. You should sure. just see that it's wrong, period. I mean, it's great that I guess they have these friends that open their eyes. I just don't want to have to explain it <laughs> to anyone. I just think, because race, racism, like, we didn't create it. <laughs> so we shouldn't have so, to explain so it. it. it should, I really but feel it, also, like it shouldn't... It shouldn't be up for us to solve the issue. Mm-hmm. That, that's why those those people who open their eyes and are, are saying Black Lives Matter, it's up to them to, you know, get their majority of people to understand the mistreatment of but they do understand, they understand it. it. That's so, the thing. That's so why what not, I mean. It's so. Like, so I, maybe maybe that's what this process is for. Like this timing right now is to put pressure on people to get things finally done. Maybe this is the perfect storm. There's I no, mean, there's I just no feel distraction. Like they're never going to like us. They're never really going to accept us. So and what's that's next then? So what do we me? do then? You don't have to like me. You're just not going to treat me like shit. Because I think what Tashaun is saying basically was kind of like how I see it. It's it's a systemic thing. And it's hard to, um, where black people are basically redlined out of certain neighborhoods. We're not going to sell to you. Where you see here in Harlem, black people had their own supermarket and you had uh, Ed Koch, who was the mayor at the time during the 1990s, who sold the wholesalers in Hunts Point in the Bronx, do not sell to these people anymore. Now, our supermarket is gone. Like, it's systemic. So it's hard to try to go ahead and continue to try to integrate, continue mm-hmm. to try to get these laws to try to make us be a part of something that we were never meant to be a part of. 
So, it, I mean, it's, it's hard. I mean, it's hard for me to see where we go from here besides trying to build up ourselves and continue to try to. We need black farmers. We need black businesses. We need to support ourselves. pool our money together in regards to, I'm just going to say two communities, Asians and Jews, their money spread among themselves. Mm-hmm. So, like, everybody knows we have buying power, but everybody knows that we're easily distracted from, let's say, like, we, we, don't, we don't go to our own. I, I think there, there's got to be some kind of different change with regards to the stigma of... A name mm-hmm. brand. A name or, brand. Like, support you know our I own. I think of things as well as, like, I'm, and we're going to, like, move, move on a little, like, in a little bit, but I think also when I'm thinking of, like, businesses and, like, customer service, it's also, like, what we compare it to. And what I feel like that's also, like, a self-hate kind of thing, too. Like, we compare certain behavior is to oh that's ghetto or oh that's bad mm-hmm. or something like that so like mm-hmm. we go to a place of business and maybe if the waitress is more talkative or loud than we're used to it's like oh look at they got this kind of waitress and oh because it's not used to what the <laughs> yeah. white establishment right. that you usually visit like yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. I feel like it's also kind of a shame on our own culture to it as we feel like I feel like why can't they act like that like if that's the the vibe of the place then that's the vibe of the place right. why does it have to be judged on like you know, oh, I don't like to go into black-owned restaurants because this is how they talk and this is how they act and this is what they do. And it's like, do you not like your culture? Yeah. I mean, and that's not that saying that that is just our culture. I feel like our culture is multifaceted, so I don't know. Um, I, I think people just don't want to deal with um, nowhere any aggression or bad attitude or anything like that. And you can't expect that when you go into a black business. So you not you need to give these black businesses a chance. Mm-hmm. Like I wanna, you know, vow to myself that I wanna try to shop black a lot more. Without complaining or without, without complaining. like you know what I mean? It's like or even if they got something wrong, like okay, that was their one strike. They have right. to make mistakes to get better. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We need to be more patient with each other. Yeah. In order for us to not depend on. So ultimately, again, I I feel like our the most difficult thing for even me to grasp is like, where do we begin? I think we do begin by just. I mean, there has been lists going around of where we should begin. Like no, or just like these are these type of businesses. Black business, black owned businesses. How about we actually just start shopping there? So basically, like the actual action behind it. Or right cr- now, or creating a database. We should withhold for our dollar because we have huge yeah. buying power. Actually, shop black instead of saying shop we should black, shop right. black. Just shop black. I think there should be like you know, a database. Like not only for food and restaurants. No, maybe they have like, like an doctors, app. Doctors, lawyers, a simple app. Oh, like, yeah. I want to know a real estate broker that's black. So, yeah, someone right. should create that. I think right. Diddy create was talking about that before. I'll download and, and that. And he was going to do something like that, but something like that would be, would be a beautiful app right now. So you can like, you know, wow. If I'm anybody knows for, that app, please let me know. I'm looking for a I'm looking for a dentist. <laughs> I think there's one called Black Wall Street though. But you want to already like that. So okay. is, is it's just a way to empower our own community. I think sometimes we empower. Or we or we need we need a lawyer. We're like, oh, I, I, let me let me find a Jewish lawyer. Let me find another. We we go out our way not to use our own. Yeah. And that that narrative got to change. Black Wall Street. Okay. Sorry. Black, Black, Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. Okay. Everybody download a free, that. Free free plug. I'm about to take a look at that also. <laughs> 
There's a few. I mean, I think there's another one. So I, I think where we're going at is that we think that this is the perfect storm where if it's gonna if something's gonna happen in regards to building progress, productive change, or and this could be the one step. Like just yeah, one I, I, I already right. seen a positive um, bill that was passed even here in New York City with the repeal of the 50A, where where the police officers had like privacy on their records. So like you know how they pull us oh, over yeah. that they know our record and what we've did mm-hmm. since we were minors. I want to know that I was dealing with a cop that has a rap sheet of yeah. 18 no I, I, we should be have the same fair transparency of what's mm-hmm. going on right so i think they're starting to realize things got to change with certain laws and procedures and protocols no again new york city over policing we we had they got they got rid of the uh the gang the um anti crime unit anti crime unit as i've been in brooklyn i've seen a lot of times where they over police and they do it. They're not in Bay Ridge. They're not in the white neighborhoods. They're in the brown and black communities. And it becomes like a quota. They're like, we just assume they got to be criminals. So a kid's high five another kid. Oh, they must be considered drugs. Let me, let me pull them over. Let me frisk them. Let me somehow get them caught up in the system. That's why we want to defund them. We don't need you trying to put crimes on us. We're going to find the real criminals. Find people who have the guns and are shooting people, who's raping people, stealing that's what we need police for. So that's why other things should go to more to social workers or other people to, you know, handle minor stuff. Okay. All right. Does anybody else have anything else to add to that? I think we're good. I think that's, that's a very... We could go on for a very long time about that. Yes, we're we can. Trying to mix that's it up today. <laughs> <laughs> trying to mix it up today. Um, so next, we are going to talk about is this, this dating stuff we're doing? Dating? This is about <laughs> dating stuff. We still date, even during quarantine and past quarantine. No. Oh, yeah, no, you can still date. You can, you can quarantine. still date. <laughs> 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 we're still, you know, still moving. Um, about, what did we say, though? If we were going to, if about, I guess, waiting and if that works for some people and not or, for other or, people. Or taking it slow. I, but we, okay, so what so, about so, it? So, so, because so, I've so, always had this thing. So what do you mean by waiting? <laughs> Wait, like waiting to make it official. Like you oh, said, taking it slow. Taking it slow, yes. Taking it slow. Uh, I, 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 well. I'm in total I, I, agreement I, with this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. A few months ago, I wasn't. But now I've seen it. I've seen the light. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the light. I think what happens sometimes, I agree. That, like, I think sometimes, depending on your scenario, you can rush too early. You can rush. You can rush or force a, a, a relationship, and I think sometimes it just you can vibe with someone, but you still gotta probe and, and figure out that what that person is, how genuine they are, and I think before you make it official, you better off overcoming some kind of adversity. Like, do you think? Why do you? I want to. I want to have the first argument. Make something like solidify something. Because what happens is, is when you 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 go into the peaceful, when you put into that relationship, (laughs) the all of a sudden that first event eventually come, and all of a sudden like, damn, I really don't like you, like that. (laughs) So I think you got to see the good and bad. No, that's true. See the good and bad with the person, because everybody has a mask on, and that mask off comes off eventually. 
And I've seen it And I think hand. that, especially with the quarantine, your mask comes off. Here's the time where people ain't able to get their hair done. You can't get your nails done. Stress. You can't put that <laughs> the extra layer of <laughs> security I on you. Like that. And <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like you have, you know, some people that are just like come as themselves. But mm-hmm. um, I think this quarantine is a good way to like get to know the person. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people are doing Zoom dates. So you get to see the person's house, you know, way before you get to go to sit in some restaurant and put on some, you know, false mask. I mean, it has its benefits and then it has its (laughs) disadvantages. I think you should be taking your time regardless. I don't know if I would date someone new during the quarantine. Like, I don't know if I would like, if I was already dating you. Yeah. Probably, then it wouldn't be an issue. Not Mm -hmm. probably. It wouldn't be an issue. But like What's I don't know if I would start brand new? dating someone brand new. You gotta fresh trust, off quarantine. Trust like, they've been doing the right thing. Not fresh off quarantine, but like during quarantine. And I don't already know you. No. You gotta make so sure I'm you assuming that a, a lot of people have been going back to exes during this quarantine. <laughs> Spend the block. <laughs> <laughs> they going back to where it's been comfortable and they know somebody, you know. But in general, I just feel. <laughs> 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 I just feel Russian, Russian. What's so funny? Nothing. We, we're good. <laughs> okay. Now I, I'm just saying. In general, I, I feel. I think we talked about this before. I, I do feel Russian. Uh, it doesn't help. When you rush the title, it's not, it's not going to be beneficial to you. No, but I also feel like who's to say that what is rushing to who? I feel like people should just you, people should talk about these things like beforehand. So that it, there's no confusion and there's no... You know what I mean? As, as long as both people are open to discussing it. I, th- I think what happens is there's a mask on. Everybody's being... They're, they're bringing their best representative of, of themselves to the table in the beginning. In the first two months, three months. <laughs> so... <laughs> so, that, that, you know, everybody on their P's and Q's. I feel the same way. So, um, don't you? You bring your best self to the table, right? I let people know from the jump that I'm mad annoying. Oh, you so, see, not everybody like, does that. <laughs> I'm, but I'm amazing at the same time. Okay. So I feel like that I'm so amazing. It doesn't so what happened in a scenario where you both get along, you have the same wants and you have the same interests and it gets, you feel comfortable. You start mm-hmm. f- talking. You said you start talking. You start talking. Should you still wait and 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 get more time in? Of course. At, because to be honest, the court stage is the most funnest stage before you get the responsibilities of a relationship and y'all become mm-hmm. crazy. He said y'all become crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Once he put that R word in, in this scenario, y'all change oh, up. Oh, but maybe people shouldn't just be doing that. It'd be mad fun before you say relationship. Oh, that's the R word you was talking about? Oh, what are you talking about? Nothing. Never mind. Oh, I'm, trying, I'm, trying, I'm, trying to imagine what, I'm trying to imagine what you can do with R. No, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind, anyway. Okay. Um, R, damn. I'm going to have to go with dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Listen. Nah. That takes a while. Well, that's what I was saying. That's why. That's what I thought he was saying. That's why I was like, well, it shouldn't even be. Nah, nah, yeah, that, that, that got to wait. Yeah. Um, oh, how long though? How long you wait for the R word? Well, that's a different. You really got it. Okay. Okay. You do because yeah. I feel like too many people don't, and then like especially if you don't reinforce it, 
they mm. don't like guys. <laughs> guys what? <laughs> Not some women too. But some women too. I speak in cold, cold words. Oh, I'm so know. I'm so sorry. Don't know what's going we were. on. Here. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, as far as rushing, I feel like. That's just a conversation you need to have, and I feel like both people have to be open enough to have it. Mm-hmm. I feel like some people like to speak in code and shit, and like mm-hmm, we're grown, so just like kind of say what your ex not expectations or just like how you feel. And I think people don't like being that vulnerable if they feel like they don't know if the other person is open to being that vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And also, <laughs> <laughs> and also. I guess it also depends on your scenario as well. If if you're gonna if you have kids and the other person has kids, that should be easier. Well, you also don't want to rush that. No, you because don't. Because now y'all not y'all y'all don't work out, and all of a sudden because your kids calling for somebody else's kid and all that, and I think it, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> like what happened to so and so? I'm like, I don't know. Not here anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Please don't ask about this person again. <laughs> so. No, I get that. I just feel like I don't. I don't think I do believe in not rushing. I'm a big advocate of waiting um, and communicate because I feel like sometimes though you could have. Sometimes waiting doesn't work either because again I feel like that's only to me. If both people aren't on the same, like aren't on the same page. How do you feel about open. somebody that that um leaves somebody for somebody else? Is that considered rushing? It depends if you already knew the person. That happens too. If you already knew the person, then technically it's not rushing because you've known that person from before this person that you were dating. But if mm-hmm. it's somebody that you just met then I feel like you just kind of work but then that's not not, okay so this is the thing the only time I feel like that's an issue um is if you weren't up front with the other person that you were already dating because I feel like that's there's nothing wrong with meeting somebody else and then feeling like that person is better for you as long as this other person that you were dating knows that was an option Mm -hmm. like it's when the other person doesn't know that the you have an option over here, mm-hmm. and we didn't discuss that. That's mm-hmm. when it's wrong. But I feel like it's not wrong if, like, yeah. I mean, I guess you can't really go wrong with your feelings, right? And if you're following your heart, I think that if a woman leaves a man for another man, it was something already yeah. messed up with the other thing. They, mm-hmm. She was already gone. They might have been together, but she was already gone. So you just, <laughs> I guess. That's true. And I feel like you shouldn't leave people for people. Yeah, there's, there's something like a little off you about just that cut too. Clean. If just you're gonna go, leave, just go and be by right. yourself. Again, by yourself and yeah. then. That makes you feel like you're kind of not being loved. You're kind of like jumping. You're looking for the best scenario from somebody else rather than working on what I just you don't got. think it's gonna work. <laughs> because instead of you saying, you know what, I mean, I feel like if you're not taking anything seriously, then it might work for you because you're not looking for a serious relationship at all. But, but if, if you are serious, actually looking for something serious deep down inside and you're jumping from person to person, and that's, that's the, not going to work. Well, that, that, that's the problem I'm getting with women in my age group, 35 and up. It seems like... They do the age in there, 35 and up. No, I'm just joking, 30, 34 and up, 33 and up, 32 and up. It seems like there's a... Um, 30s. 30s, yeah. Time clock when it comes to... They tend to rush. 
So mm-hmm. they put ultimatums on you. Like you, they, you can't really get to date and get to know someone on a level. They expect you to be doing like year shit. Like they, they, they expect you in two months to treat them like you've been together for a year. Mm. Because Which you might be meeting issue. those women. I think though. you gotta earn. <laughs> you gotta earn some of that. You gotta because earn some of that treatment. Sometimes these women have been there, done that. I mean, yeah, you got a lot of, but they have things. the right to feel that way. Especially if you meet women that, that they have that kids, that. Okay. right? They 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 might have you know might have been married at some point. They've been there, done that. They're like, listen, this is what I want. So they don't got to, so they can't get because, mad because you know what you want. The and that want means, that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm not with that. I ain't giving you no time. So again, this goes back to my theory: why guys just older date. People you know, in the thirties, they date somebody in the late twenties because <laughs> they won't be getting rushed. But if you're through. also thirty something, the same age as why is it? Do you think that men the same age as these women don't feel the same way? Why is it? What is it? Because I feel like at that age you should also feel the same. Well, just way women that she mature feels. quicker. But again, it's how you go about it. It's like some some people have this this. It's the goal and the process more than the man. They're looking for the man to fit their goal rather than the man to fit their narrative as a, a together. So everybody wants the perfect wedding or have this ideal of being married before 40. When the man starts becoming the prop rather than someone you get to know and get to mm. genuinely love, mm. you're more in love with the idea of, hmm, maybe he's the one that will give me a ring and marry me more than I love him. Mm. So you're more... And you're more enamored with the idea of being in love than actually being in love. And what happens, that's when people tend to do a lot of fucked up shit. It's because you're more, you're not going to treat that person with the kind of respect you do if you love them. You're going to do some crazy shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I think a lot of people get, get you know, they get too, too excited with the idea of love and marriage. Mm-hmm. And don't realize how much hard work and sacrifice and... And I think people should stop running after take. little ass arguments, too. Because I feel like if you can't handle this little bit, but you say you want to be in a relationship, how? That's what I'm saying. How? And that's why I give people benefit if of the doubt. this is how you react over this, nothing. That's why I always hold the rule, like, pros and cons. I weigh the pros and cons. And when you see the cons, or you see anything that you're going to have a disagreement or argument about, you try to put everything in perspective. Some people have some arguments about things that you can't overcome. There's some things you're not going to overcome. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. cheating or whatever. So, right. But there's some things that you shouldn't have to run from. You can have the convo like adults and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Hatch it up. Admit, see, the problem is everybody got an ego. Admit your wrongs. Admit That's, your faults. Ooh, I cannot stand the motherfucker that don't say, <laughs> like, you know what? I was wrong without me having to spell it out for you. That I'm not going to lie. I think a lot of times with guys or people in general, um, instead of admitting you're wrong. Well, the wrong, male ego is said to be very fragile. Instead of admitting we're wrong, we'll, sometimes we'll manipulate and flip it mm-hmm. to make to make you fit, come mm-hmm. off wrong. So now all of a sudden we, we make you, like, damn, she's annoying. She's, 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 a, she's crazy. She's crazy. Mm-hmm. Guys sometimes can flip shit. Rather than just women can own, flip it too. I just think the difference is that women we don't. We don't want to. I don't want to. I want to get to the bottom of the situation. I don't have to resolve patience it. to just be. Yeah, it don't this is not what I'm reserving my patience for because I hold on to my shit because I need it because people annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> so if I'm trying to, yes, ma'am. Sorry. <laughs> and this five second break is brought to you by. <laughs> That Ciroc? 
Y'all taking some some rock breaks now? (laughs) Nah, but um, (laughs) yeah, no, I think that it works for some people and it doesn't because there are people who rush, not rush, who move at their own pace and their Mm -hmm. pace happens to be quick and it works out for them. And it, you know, and I hate to just keep going back to that whole like cliche that women mature faster than men. I but do too. I don't like that. I, I hate to re, to go back to that. It's but just it's an opinion, like, right? But it's hard. Like when you say um, women in your same age group, they want this, they want that, and you're kind of like, all right, like you're kind of chilling. Like it seems like they want more than what some men may be able to provide. But why are you not able to? This is no, that's my question. I think if a man, the same age a man, older, a man can provide that. I just think what happened is you you scare, you scare them off when you, when it feels like you. But see, you, I don't even want to have those conversations. No. Yeah. I don't see myself even at thirty something like because I'm just not the type of person that's gonna like. Unless it's, a, I mean, it would have to be like a ongoing situation for me to be like okay what direction are we like it would have to be something that was happening for a little while yeah but yeah. like it's not something that I'm gonna be like month a to dude like that hey, wants you so. is not, it's not gonna let you have to even think about that like uh, right. seriously especially yeah. at that age he's gonna do all the things required to, <laughs> to sweep you off the feet yeah there's a lot of times where sometimes it's timing time and place mm-hmm. that same dude who was a who was a fuck boy four years ago could be could be a prince charming to to when he's at that mindset to settle down to that next girl, or to you, four years down the line. It's all about time and when you're missing with that person. I see some <laughs> I see some dudes who was a player. At, at he wanted s- to drop his mic so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you could see a dude who was a player in college, a class clown, and he was doing mad crazy shit through his twenties and the early thirties, and all of a sudden. But why would fuck? I gotta wait till your third. Come on now, don't nobody. <laughs> We gotta get all that. We gotta get. We gotta, we gotta get all that shit. <laughs> we gotta get all that shit out of our system. I'll be still in our prom. <laughs> I don't agree. <laughs> Let me stop. So then, all right. So then, let girls get it. Let women get it out of their system too, but without the judgment. Without the judgment. But y'all can, eyes, and can I'm can. sure plenty of y'all have. That's all just, right. <laughs> y'all just better at it. It's not broadcasted to the whole world. Cause guys don't snitch. <laughs> We don't have a whole Men database. Are the biggest chatty we don't have I've a da- we don't have a like, database. A woman will keep a motherfucking secret. Okay, a woman a woman will keep a myself, secret. Right? So a uh, man though, my god. Really? I'm like, what the Telling fuck? everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We we, we, we be we be having car facts on y'all. <laughs> have too many bodies for us to keep up with. Let me stop. Now, okay. And so to close out, we're going to talk about, I want to talk about this Spice Girl summer that is approaching. Yes. Yo, to be honest, we've been, we've been, we were locked down for almost 110 days here. And for the whole, for the whole, <laughs> the whole spring in New York City, but I feel we still got to be able to salvage this summer. So, I mean... At least the I, last month. I don't know if it's going to be airplane vibes, but I'm going to at least do a road trip. I want to do somewhere. a vacation so bad, but I ain't got no bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be honest, that's what I want. A vacation? Nah, just, a, just, a, just a travel bit. I don't need no relationship. <laughs> just, 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 I, don't know, I don't think anybody wants a relationship <laughs> right just a, now. Just a travel partner. 
the one we be like, I all right. Think it's necessary for summer. I, when I say Spice Girl summer, I just mean that it's gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> do, do we uh, insert you no know, devil emoji or some shit next to you right now? Every emoji. <laughs> Balance. The good and the bad. So how do y'all feel about going outside right now? Y- y'all cool with it? That's the thing, right? Because that's why I said maybe in like August, at least the last month, because I don't want to go out now and I'm not going to go out in the beginning of July. So I was thinking maybe like late July, early August, but I do want to start having fun outside with other people. Yeah. Where, where can I, where, where's can I let the podcast going then? Oh, we, we, should should like, we should do something we cool. Sh- we will, we will discuss I got, that. I got a flight off, credit. <clears throat> off of the camp. Off <laughs> Don't get me started. Like, <laughs> all I need to hear is flight. <laughs> I'm already on bookit.com. Like. We should do something. We'll discuss it. And we'll actually, maybe we'll do an interactive kind of thing with the listeners and see what they think we should do if they participate. Hmm. Mm. That would be You're Right. Just don't send us to nowhere where they have any, um, any upticks. And this oh. coronavirus, because we survived New York City, and it'd be crazy to go somewhere else and catch this shit. That would be wild. <laughs> that shit would be karma. That like, would be like, wild. Like, I stayed here through all this, and now I'm going to Florida, and now I'm like, catching this shit. All the shit I've been through while I was here. <laughs> you telling me this is what I do when this is what happened? Been on lockdown <laughs> and, and made all these sacrifices with your mental health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your emotional health has been attacked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Okay. Well, the, well. so my expectations for summer is to have fun. I hope that we, we do not... The violence decreases. Um, you know, nobody got time for that shit. Not that. And I'm expecting a second stimulus check. Thank you, government. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if I'm working. No. I need a second stimulus love, check. I like money. Because so I know I the government like wants us to spend money. I heard they're working on some $4,000 credit so we can travel. I'll take that vacation. Trust me. Send that to me. I'll take it. I'll okay. stimulate this economy so well. <laughs> <laughs> nah, okay. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. You can find us on everywhere, basically. Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts. iHeartRadio. 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 Spotify. Spotify. Um, everywhere. Twitter, Can I Live the Podcast? Can I Live the Pod? The Pod. And then on Instagram, it's Can I Live the Podcast? Yes. No underscores or anything. And it was on Instagram, Cream51. You can follow me on Twitter at Melanie, Melanin Sunshine 1111. Oh, you changed it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone got to get a memory. Sounded the same to me. <laughs> um, this is Tisha. No, I notice everything. Um, this is Tashana. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I Speak Fairy. And um, yeah, interact, leave some comments, you know, share, follow, like, all that great stuff. Ooh, we're going to go. Yeah. All right. Okay. Bye, guys. All right, guys. <laughs> See Bye, y'all. guys.